0: This place is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing valued is here. This place is a message and part of a system of messages. Pay attention to it. Sending this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. On the terribly horrific lame-ass first episode of Gutter Trash that dares you not to listen, Eric and Jason discuss the astounding Wolfman, G-Men from Hell, the Weather, and the Inca. Don't let the Broken Show fool you, folks. They promise to get better.
1: Welcome to the first official episode of Gutter Trash. I am your host, Eric Schonborn, And I'm Jason Young. And we are a comic book podcast. We will also talk about movies, TV shows, beer, women, uh crazy random shit that happens to us via usually other people we hope that we're gonna be uh at least off the wall enough to be entertaining for the two people that will listen to us that don't actually know us in real life
2: all right thanks Uh, thanks to them
1: yeah uh the the people who do actually know us in real life uh we're sorry for anything that we're gonna say about you (laughs) that we we can't ever take back yeah yeah it's all true once it hits the internet (laughs) let's see uh, the reason we're called Gutter Trash is because gutters is sort of the, the comic lingo for the space between panels. But you guys knew that. Come yes, on. hopefully. Quite frankly, you know, when the idea of doing a podcast came to our mind, uh, we didn't want to go the whole uber, geek, fanboy, sloppy, cum-nerd thing that most other comic podcasts seem to be going for. <laughs> uh, see, I, I've only heard of like four other podcasts, so
2: I don't have much reference.
1: Well, you, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts at work, pretty much, because it's the only thing that keeps me awake. Right. I I find that I can't listen to much music anymore, so podcasts are the one thing that keeps me entertained and aware while I'm, uh, doing stuff. Hopefully we can entertain others. Uh, Give give a little back. I hope so. I don't think I'm gonna listen to ours while I'm at work. (laughs) That'll just, uh, annoy the shit out of me, I think, but... uh, Just let it annoy the shit out of other people out there. Exactly. Uh, that, that's so, our goal. That's what we're doing. That—that That is our mission statement. We like comics. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're celebrating comics. We're celebrating uh, all sorts of what I like to consider disposable trash entertainment. Mm-hmm. Focusing mainly on, on the comics and the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a music segment that's going to come up later in the show. You heard our announcer earlier. Uh, she is coming back and, uh, doing a little segment. She is a professional radio announcer, uh, with a a very in-depth knowledge of, uh, indie music and, uh, uh, local music, too. Yeah. So, we'll we'll be focusing on that, I guess. She's steeped in music knowledge. Uh, That she is. I guess, uh, we should, uh, let people know a little bit about who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Go. Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it's burping out some beer. <clears throat> I'm
2: Jason, and uh, I draw some mini-comics. They're called Veggie Dog Saturn. And then I do some other stuff, too, some other comics. But that's the main one I'm working on. You can find it online at, uh, was it By Everywhere? <laughs> By Everywhere, Everywhere Comics. Comics. Dot blogspot. <laughs> dot blogspot. <laughs> dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I just need cue cards. Yeah, um, uh, I'm, I'm not too internet savvy, so I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I visit like once a week, so I'll check it out if you email any questions or comments. You don't have too much up on there, but hopefully that'll change soon. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Um, what else do you do? I uh, also work at a comic shop. I'm a manager at Mavericks Cards and Comics in Kettering, Ohio. I've been there a long time. <laughs> we'll just put it at that. now yeah, come on. Since... Okay, I've been there since I was fourteen years
1: old. And how old are you? Uh, I just turned thirty-one. <laughs> so hitting retirement age, then I guess. I know.
2: I, I someday I'd like to own the place and be that old guy behind the counter and be able to say, you know, that I started there when I was a kid. Well, the
1: current old guy behind the counter he's a is a pretty righteous dude. So. He's he's awesome. He yeah. should probably never listen to this. Yeah. And yeah, uh, he would be offended. Yeah, uh, from, from we haven't even really said anything offensive yet, but he would be offended. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, hell of a nice guy though. Yeah, I hope he's I hope he's there another. 30 years. Uh, uh, me too. No offense to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Not, at all. Right. Not at all.
1: So uh, I guess I should uh, follow through with, with my half of this. That's, that's right. Like I said, my name is Eric. I am a professional illustrator and graphic designer. Uh, I do a lot of work uh, on the technical end for GE and occasionally the military. All hush-hush type of stuff that I can't really get into much detail Ooh. on. Yes. But uh, on the sly, I, too, make the comics, Uh, (laughs) write and draw my own comics as well. I'm currently working on two short stories for other people, but uh, in the nearest future, as soon as I finish those up, I plan on working some of my own uh, graphic novels. For, I would say, nine years, I worked uh, with uh, my former partner, uh, Bruce Hughes, Uh, for a company that we started together called Comics, And they're still around. Bruce is still around. He's still doing stuff. You can check them out at uh, nobody.sh. And that is the the actual website address. And I know it's weird, but just fucking deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I currently have a website in progress. There's nothing on it yet, but uh, it's uh, seanborn.net. Uh, And that's where I'm going to be hosting some of my new stuff and some of my old stuff as well. We've done a a preview episode, which uh, was just us kind of rambling. But if uh, if you happen to listen to that, at the end of the show, we mentioned... uh, At the end of last show and at the end of each subsequent show, we will mention a comic and a movie that we're going to be reviewing for the next show. Yeah, Yeah. So last, we announced our comic choice and our movie choice. The comic was picked by Jason, the movie was picked by me. And at the end of this episode, I will be picking the comic, and Jason will be picking the movie. You see how it changes up like that? Exactly. It's crazy. And we haven't told each other yet what we're choosing. It's a super secret. Yep. And so, for this episode, the comic that we've chosen is The Astounding Wolfman Volume 1 from Image Comics by Robert Kirkman and Jason Howard. Yeah. Uh, Jason chose this. I'm not quite sure why, because that's not usually the type of thing he'd pick. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've, I've, I'm not really into too many image books,
1: but, you know, that one looked good. I chose it. So I have it uh, sitting in front of me here. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tune in next I'm uh I'm gonna sit here and read it yeah. and uh, be in complete silence for the next two three hours yeah. while I uh, while I do
2: it and I'm gonna sing songs from West Side Story. Right. What do you do
1: it with a problem like Maria? I'm sorry. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh. Uh. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Oh, uh, sorry. Right. I just had to get that off my chest. I uh. wanted to do that for
1: years. So really? No,
2: no, just months.
1: Uh, okay. I can. Oh shit! I gotta tell you. Uh Sorry. See, this is going to be one of those rambly fucking things oh. that we, we do. I kids love my, my scanner works again. Your scanner works? Yeah. Oh,
2: nice. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So I can, uh, I can scan. I can bring some more art over. Yeah. Just uh, the little ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That's great. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the scanner's on, everybody. Yes. I know you're applauding in your cars or wherever you're listening to. The, on in, your, in your hammocks. In your zoons and... Uh, I like to think someone out there is listening to this
1: in a hammock. Oh, oh on a that would be awesome. Oh, wouldn't it? If you're listening to this in a hammock, if you ever plan on listening to this in a hammock, please tell us.
2: Yeah, we want to know. Tell us
1: where, we, where you are, and if it's someplace nice, uh, send us a ticket. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs>
2: I've only ever been in one hammock. I think it was in uh, Tennessee in my grandma's house when I was a kid.
1: I've been in a few hammocks. Really? Yeah. I'm uh, A couple of my neighbors had hammocks when I was growing up. And uh, when I went to Puerto Rico uh, f- after high school graduation, obviously there were hammocks on the beaches. So yeah. that was awesome. Whoever invented the hammock, hats off to you. All right. So, comics? Oh, yeah. A That's of, right. Uh, I don't know. So we would read... Uh, the Astounding Wolf Man. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're, you're organized. I know. All right, I'm going to drink my beer. You All right. Talk about the Astounding Wolfman. Okay. Well, I, from here on out,
2: obviously, spoilers, if you haven't read it. Oh, yeah. It, you need to pick it up. And there's a good story you can
1: pick it up at in Kettering, Ohio, 2312 <laughs> East Dorothy Lane, right next to the Christopher's Restaurant. Yes, and uh, if you're not from Dayton, Ohio, then uh, uh, good luck to you. All right, so Astounding Wolfman. Stanley Wolf, man. yeah, it was, it was good. It was a, it's a seven
2: issue trade paperback, which I thought was cool because usually you only get six. I, I wanted to read it because mostly because I like Robert Kirkman. I haven't been keeping up with what he's been doing, but you know his recent uh, manifesto that's been yeah. released sort of got me thinking about him and like you know I'm like, well, he is you know he's pretty solid. And yeah. Um, I kind of dropped off. I'll, I'll have to admit, I dropped off on Walking Dead after, you know, like twelve or fifteen issues because. I really didn't like the change in artwork from uh, from T- Tony Moore to Charlie Adler. Yeah, I'm not a big Charlie Adler fan.
1: I don't want to say I don't like Charlie Adler.
2: Mm-hmm. He's not bad. He's just not Tony Moore. Yeah, he's not Tony Moore. And the part that really threw me off, it wasn't that they changed. I mean, I can deal with change. But no, you're a fanboy. Change I'm a, is bad. I, no, <laughs> change it up. I don't care. But <laughs> but if you if you look at his characters' faces, I you just couldn't tell. If they're supposed to be angry or sad or confused, I just I don't think he's that great at drawing people. I think he's good at drawing scenes, like when he draws fences and you know I'm like wow that's cool. There are a lot of fences in that. Book. Yeah, see it's almost worth it.
1: Yeah, no offense, Charlie Adler, get it? Fences. like oh, uh, Yeah, sorry. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's bad at drawing faces. I think they're not expressions like you're like you're talking about. But mm-hmm. uh, I did have the problem. Uh, especially as the cast kept growing and growing. Oh yeah. Um, being able to tell who the fuck was who. It, there There's was like a s- lot of people. Six characters that all look exactly the same. They're like old bald white guys. Yeah. And like as soon as you're like,
2: Oh, okay, that's that guy. Yeah. Then they just get
1: killed. Right. And you're like, yeah. you're like Oh, okay, I just figured out who that was another guy. Uh, and of course, you know, they're all you know I <laughs> I think otherwise he's a he's a good artist, I think he's a good storyteller and but when you throw him up against Tony Moore then uh yeah uh, it's gonna Tony Moore's some kind of good. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we're not talking about that. Oh yeah,
2: that's right. We're not even talking about this <laughs> book even. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's why I was like I was like yeah, I love Robert Kirkman and I just haven't kept up with his stuff, so well, here's a good place to start right at the beginning because the first trade just came out, Spawn Wolfman. So, yeah. So I picked that up. And surprisingly, I I like it. Yeah. But surprisingly, I like the art better than I like the
1: story. Really. And I
2: had never heard of Jason Howard before.
1: Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> I guess this is where I'm going to bash the artist. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't dislike Jason Howard at all. Um, what but, a, Man, what a bashing he just took. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dislike you. Watch out. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I don't dislike him. I don't <laughs> know him. I don't dislike his work, though. Okay. I don't think it's anything amazing. Um, it's astounding, not amazing. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You can edit that out. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. Oh, shit. Anyway. (laughs) See, now I'm I'm lost. Oh, I just threw you off. Oh, no. That's not hard to do. Uh, I don't think Jason Howard is, is the world's greatest artist or anything. I don't think he's by far the worst at all, either. But it's not a style that, if you just showed me one of his drawings, like if he just did a drawing of Batman, yeah, I would not be able to tell you that it was a Jason Howard drawing. I Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's not, Again, it's not that he's a bad artist. He's, he's really good. He's uh, uh, an incredible storyteller. I think there's a lot of great storytelling things in this book. Yeah, I agree. I just think, as much as I do like cartoony artists, art and artists, It's just kind of simplistic for me, I guess. But, I mean, on the other hand, uh, I also felt the same about Ryan Otley when he was drawing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, he still is drawing Invincible. But when he started, I felt that it wasn't all that great. Mm -hmm. And uh, the same with Corey Walker. But now I think they're both awesome. So maybe this is just a matter of I need to get used to it, or maybe Hmm. he's just going to get incredibly better.
2: Uh, Yeah, because I think
1: the only other thing he's done before this was he did an issue of the, the Pact, I think it was. Yeah, uh, I think they mentioned
2: that in the uh, yeah. uh, introduction. Vindicchio. <clears throat> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he, I think he's just kind <clears> of <throat> honing his style.
0: and
2: Yeah,
1: like I was, obviously it's a trade paperback, so there's a ton of extra shit in the back. Like sketches and the process of how he works. mm mm-hmm. And there's one in particular that I'm to show you. He's uh, flipping to the book right now. If you, if you have the book, flip along in the back section. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the, the cover to number seven, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fine cover. Uh-huh. But then when you look at his sketch for it. Oh, it looks so... I mean, that is like a hundred times better. Yeah. But, I mean, it was rejected because it's not the same style that he's using in the book. Right. And, I mean, I can respect that, you want consistency, you know, between, we live in a world where 99% of the time the cover artist is not the same as the interior artist yeah, anymore. that's unfortunate. Yeah, so it's nice when you open up a book where the cover looks awesome and the insides still look awesome. Right. You know, but it's awesome by the same guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, I can understand consistency, but. Man, that sketch cover that he did is just amazing, and I mean, it's a—I'd almost say it's almost too bad that that's not the type of style that he's working in on the book. It—it it is a little crazier though. Yeah, it's not as like
2: some you know simple and.
1: It's not simple. It's—it's it's very. There's a ton of blacks, and that's the one thing that's in this book is there are no blacks. Uh, throughout, I mean, there are some here and there, but very minimal. <clears throat> I mean, really, just to to tell you where lines are, and not not for depth or shadow or anything like that. That's something that I I like a lot is seeing a lot of uh, blacks in, uh, in comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, there's there room for all kinds of
2: just horrible jokes here. Yes, there are. But we won't and, uh, we won't we won't do that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the inks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a is that
2: some sort of slur? Inks? What you, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Uh it's, it's uh it's How uh, dare you say? It's uh, related to cracker and honky.
2: Oh okay. <laughs> right. I thought it was like an Incan slur. Making fun of Incans. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Inks. Incans? Where are we going? Are
0: we? <laughs> You've killed it! Oh. You killed the song. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but what I do like about it, Jason Howard's <laughs> art is how uh, dynamic it is for such a cartoony book. <laughs> oh, Eric's over there asphyxiating. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I apologize to any Incans. Maybe me listening. Uh Oh. I have a feeling this show's gonna be heavily edited.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> oh, that, was, uh, that was fun. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey, i
2: drink some beer. Yeah. Some mellow. Drink some beers, everybody.
1: What are you drinking currently?
2: I'm drinking some Blue Moon Belgian White Wheat
1: Ale. Sweet. So am I. It's
2: pretty good. Yeah? I had a few Sierra Nevadas right before this.
1: I had a, a Labatt's. Which uh, I only bought because it was a dollar. That's why. That's why. They're, <clears throat> that's why they're still in business. I'm Poe, so I drink the Poe Man's beer <laughs> uh, when I do drink beer, which is for this show. Pretty yeah, much. I don't
2: hardly ever drink beer either, really. But you know, felt hey, like having a couple, yeah. knock, knocking back a couple Coca Colas with my. Coca.
1: It's what our tagline says on the website. That's right. Comics, movies, booze. So a comic is what we were talking about. Oh yeah. But that Wolf Wolfman. the art you like it. I don't hate it, but uh, it's not my favorite right uh, I think the colors' good. The colors are very good. I think the colors make the book lots of reds, which I wanted to bring up that like huh? all, so far <clears throat> the
2: only thing I've said positive is about the art. yeah, the story is so fun because it's a superhero story where like eight or nine pages into the story, he's killed a guy yeah the, the main character, the superhero, yeah, and not like a super villain. Just some guy. guy, Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it would be easily comparable to say that you have Invincible and you have The Walking Dead, which are two of Kirkman's most favorably reviewed and, and well known books. Right. And the Wolfman, astounding Wolfman. Uh, is like dead center. Right, it's a happy medium. <clears throat> yeah, it is a superhero book that can easily fit within the the Invincible universe, which I think it does. It does.
2: I think it goes to the same uh, Taylor.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, it's got the the sort of horrific graphic elements of the Walking Dead to to sort of shake you out of. This is happy fun time book, yeah. Right. He's even doing that stuff in Invincible though, just not to the such a supernatural degree. degree, I guess. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for Invincible. Uh-oh. Uh oh. You know when? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. How far have you read Invincible? I, I'm
2: only a couple of trades into Invincible.
1: You're you're past the first eight issues. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know about Omni Man. I think mean, he gives a little nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah, I mean, like when that happens, you yeah, know, that's that's pretty horrific. Right. But you know that that is, <clears throat> but that is him being set up as the supervillain. Mm-hmm. and then Astounding Wolf Man. It's the superhero. It is he's the good guy and he's just tearing people apart it's it's solid yeah
2: I mean so far I think Invincible is my favorite thing that Kirkman's ever wrote but I think if you already like Invincible and you're looking for something else this would be a great second book of Kirkman's to read or if you don't want to catch up with 50 plus issues
1: Invincible it's a great jumping on thing oh Yeah. yeah it's a good solid story yeah I was uh, I was going to get this book as a... Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to get this in single issues, but um, shortly around that time is when I decided I wanted to make the, the switch to all trades. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I got the first issue because it was free. Uh, it was free Comic Book Day. Free Comic Book Day. Oh, yeah. like, two years ago? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I think was an amazing promotion. I don't know if it paid off for Image or even for Robert Kirkman, but, you know, I really wish that Marvel and DC would do a similar tactic with their free comic book day mm-hmm. offerings because how many fucking times do you need the same reprint of Justice right. League Unlimited number one or Ultimate
2: Spider-Man or whatever right
1: yeah what the fuck is up <clears throat> with you guys Marvel DC I mean seriously. We, know, we know
2: you're listening Joe Quesada and Dan Dodeo yeah you're uh,
1: you know, I, I'm not one of those guys that are, are going to sit here and bash Marvel and DC. But seriously, you guys are always making new books. Why don't you give one away for free? <laughs> right. To try it out. I'm free. i Exactly. Why not use Anything. that thing that you essentially created? <laughs> Even, like, just do the first, like, 15
2: pages of the 24-page story.
1: Yeah. Yeah 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 if it uh hell, you know you usually the first issue is uh, forty eight page spectacular mm-hmm. yeah give us twenty four pages of it, yeah, you know, and then like some sketches, right, yeah, make us want to buy it seriously, Marvel, do you see this is the task I put to you in the spirit of Robert Kirkman, demanding yeah. a cruise yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah we want a, we want our cruise too <laughs> actually i'm I can't swim so I'd rather just sit on the shore and watch 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 the boat- watch the cruise, yeah. yeah. I'll just fish, or the uh, the hot ladies. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> just give me give me uh, a fishing pole and a, I don't know and a beer and a, yeah, a beer and, and a hammock. Uh, ooh, now you're talking. Hey, should, we haven't really talked about the actual story, should we? Or is that yeah?
1: Okay, do it
2: up. Well, he's you know he's a superhero, but he turns into a werewolf. Yeah. And, and at night, he goes out and fights crime as the werewolf. Once a month, during the full moon, he becomes an uncontrollable werewolf. Yep. He has, you know, he has no reins on his power. And things happen. People die. Yeah. It's pretty crazy.
0: That's,
1: I think, one of Robert Kirkman's strengths. Like, Brian K. Vaughn uh, is always good for a kick-ass cliffhanger. Yeah. Robert Kirkman is always good for a kick-ass oh-shit moment. Yeah,
2: yeah, <coughs> yeah. I can see that. Every issue sort of ended with... <laughs> and and one, one point, one of those oh-shit moments made me laugh out loud i'm not even joking <laughs> i'm sure you know which one i don't
1: want to spoil it though it's pretty big uh can you <laughs> can you vague it for me and i'll look at it
2: well i'll say it involves uh, uh
1: what what uh
2: chapter What's uh it? it's it's i think it's the sixth chapter it involves the the mentor guy the Zechariah or whatever his name is and this this scene where uh he's caught doing something and he lo- kind of looks over his shoulder at who catches him, and I swear it was like an episode of it was like an episode of Three's Company. It was just like, no, no, this isn't what it looks like. Oh my uh, gosh, this yeah. is so funny.
1: Hey, and that's actually what he says. No, this isn't what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm not joking. And that is definitely one of those oh shit moments. Yeah. And oh man, that whole scene that you're talking about sets it up for. Yeah, you know, I can't wait for volume 2 to come out now. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: The last couple issues were definitely Yeah. Yeah. The the meat of the book.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, I think by the well the third issue kind of begins to hint at some of the the bigger story, I guess that's going to come into play. Yeah, they they mentioned that he's an elder werewolf. You know? Yeah, the elder brood. Hints and allegations maybe that he was uh specifically chosen to be bitten, and I'm betting I'm betting
2: his mentor, Zechariah, has something to do with that. I think it's Zechariah. Zechariah? Yeah. Okay,
1: Zechariah. But, uh, yeah, uh, there could possibly be that. There's a lot that Zechariah is not telling Gary. Right. You know, I think for for as violent and as bloody as the book is, uh, you know, the character, the Gary character, uh, especially in his human form, is really very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we, we get a peek into his his, his life. And with his family. With his family. Uh, he, he's definitely a family, man. He's got a wife and a daughter. Rebecca and Chloe. Yep. They're along for the ride. And, uh, as usual, with uh, superhero things, it uh, you know, goes poorly. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Never marry a superhero girl. Seriously. Uh, Gail Simone was right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What else? we get a couple supervillains throughout the story. Uh, Kind of the same standard of villains that you would see in Invincible and... The Tick. And The Tick and uh, Savage Dragon. Some of them very Kirby-esque. Some of them just sort of kind of... Yeah, just kind of pathetically funny. Right. But at the same time, you know, they've still got a, a threat level about them. Yeah. To, to make them not so much a joke. Right. Then there's the, the group of superheroes, the the actioneers. The actioneers, yeah. Uh, and they also kind of seem like a joke as well when you first meet them. What was the deal with that Mecha maid, how her daughter is a...
2: I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was like a, a hologram projection She's robot. like
1: some sort of robot girl, and yeah, she... Uh, I guess, has a, a secret identity of sorts where she uh, disguises herself as a human and she has a little holographic daughter that she she goes around with. She turns her off when she becomes the superhero. Yeah, and it's so sad. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl, the little hologram, knows
2: I guess she knows she's about to be bleeped out of existence yeah it's kind of creepy yeah
1: but yeah that was it's those little things that I really enjoy in, in superhero comics mm-hmm. uh, not like, so much play with the convention but you know just sort of introduce a little one-off thing that, mm-hmm. that holds a lot of depth in it you know even though it'll probably never ever get mentioned again yeah,
2: it's just one panel of the yeah, whole. yeah. <laughs> but it, it give it give the character a little bit more meat yeah a little more depth
1: as you said. Yes. We got uh well there's all sorts of bad shit that happens to Gary in the book. Mm. Mm-hmm. And at first it's you just think it's coincidental just with everything that's been happening to him, but then you maybe start to realize that there's some sort of extra curse to him being a werewolf. Right. That that is affecting his, his uh his entire world basically. Bad mojo. Bad mojo indeed. Mm-hmm and again you know uh, no real answers given at all in this story but you know definitely Enough setup that makes you want to come back for a second album of it. That's right. Which hopefully will not be too terribly long. Yeah, I forget what single issue they're up to right now. but I think everything that was in here, um, it came out bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. And I think they've just switched to a monthly schedule one, or at least supposed to. Okay. Yeah, It's it all like good it, image books, do. Seems like it has been a while since the series started. Yeah. Well, hell, I mean, first issue was two years ago, so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. over two years. Two and a half.
2: Wow. In May. In May it was... Six months ago, almost, not quite. Yeah, uh, almost two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: long time, kids. Long time, indeed. Stop talking. I will <laughs> stab you in the foot, I will punch you. Oh, not again. <laughs> we're, we're so much worse at this than I thought we'd be. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh,
2: but it, so is there anything else you want to add about Stanley
1: Wolfman? I don't know. How, uh, how much is that cover press? its fourteen ninety nine. See, that's cheaper. Seven yeah. issues. That's like five comics. Yeah. And, uh, and you uh, get seven of them. Like, right. And, you yeah, most, uh, know, most good comic shops will have a discount. Mavericks discounts from 25%. On all trade paperbacks and graphic
2: novels? All the time. Wow. <laughs> Even if you special order them.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Of course, they only keep them for a week. That's right. Then it's back on the shelf. Yeah. You fuckers. Yeah. Better pick them up. That's why I don't have a file there anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> we bought my Absolute we... Sandman and uh, Gigantic Hellboy Omnibuses. And <laughs> those, those two books together are like four inches thick. Yeah. <laughs> I've been promising to buy them you know, every month since I got them. Well, hey, that'd only be like, what, $88, $88 when you do the discount. Uh-huh. Right. No, that is what the discount is. Oh, that's after this. Yeah. yeah. I've already figured that in oh man yeah i'm fucked <laughs> send the money we need it yeah but no uh wolfman was yeah it's a it's a it's a cracking good comic wow cracking yeah, crackin'. so yeah I'd, I'd recommend it and uh robert kirkman would uh, recommend it as well yeah support uh, those guys because uh, this is all he's doing anymore. He he needs your yeah, help. Yeah, that's right. He's, he needs he, your love. He doesn't
2: have that Marvel money rolling in except for you know yep. the thousands of dollars he gets from uh, the Marvel Zombies trades. Yeah. But,
1: but other than that... Yeah, which I bought the uh, the Marvel Zombies 2 uh, hardcover uh, not too long ago.
2: I heard they're doing a 3, and he's not right now. He's
1: not involved. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Uh, Fred Van Lint. Okay. Fred Linty. I'm not, I'm not uh, familiar with him. Yeah. All I know is Greg Land is doing the covers. Well,
2: then we're safe. Yes. <laughs> uh. Uh. But yeah, the other the other thing we did...
1: Well, no. Well, let's uh, let's oh. go ahead and uh, let's take a little break here. Okay. Let's and take a little break. Uh, Save this. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case uh, my power decides to go out in the middle of this. Uh, so yeah, we'll take a little break and we'll get back in a few minutes. Uh, here's Juliet. Hi, this is Eric. Uh, I want to apologize. Uh, In this portion of the show, we should be listening to Juliet's music segment. However, due to the recent windstorms that uh, my region of Ohio had uh, the past week, a lot of places were left without power for very many days, including the place where our announcer, Juliet, would have done the recording. She was able to get us out the intro and the outro, However, the musical segment uh, takes a lot more planning and a lot more preparation to put together, and she was not able to get that to us in a timely manner. It's coming upon a week since we recorded this show, and I was just itching to get it out, so hopefully in the second episode we will have her segment, and hopefully maybe even a stockpile. We do look forward to hearing what she has to say. She is incredibly knowledgeable about all things music, so... So that's why we offered her the opportunity to have her segment to help us get a little bit of cred in the process. Uh, Jason and I can ramble on about comics and movies and uh, pretend like we know what the hell we're talking about with it. But uh, Juliet is the real deal uh, as far as music and as far as uh, public speaking and uh, speaking in a broadcast goes. Like I said, hopefully next time we'll have that, and uh, I think we've said in the show at this point, and probably in the next segment, we're only going to get better at this. And this is our first time doing this, uh, I think, for everyone involved. It's a learning process. where We're just getting the hang of this, I don't think we're doing too terribly at this point. Uh, I can really only go uphill from here, so I uh, hope you guys give us another chance. I hope uh, you've been moderately entertained. We plan to be slightly more funny next time around. Um, so, uh, once again, you know, I'm sorry that uh, we sort of led you on uh, in thinking that we were going to have uh, an in-depth musical segment here. Uh, instead, uh, you're just getting me wheezing and hacking into this microphone as it New Year's midnight and I just want to go to bed but thank you for listening up to this point, thank you for continuing to listen to the show Uh, stick around for this next segment we're going to be talking about the movie G-Men from Hell um, and probably uh, some other random bullshit that uh, because seem like uh, idiots but you know, this is free you're listening to it, Uh, we're not asking anything of you other than your love love us, please Alright, here we are, talking about uh, a a pretty fun, crappy movie. Thanks. Alright, and we're back, I think. I hope. Yeah. Better than ever. Yeah, thanks Juliet, that was great. Thank you, thank you very much. You are much appreciated for helping us out with that stuff. And so, we we talked about comics, and now we're going to talk about a movie. Yes. And I chose the movie... This time around, what did I choose? G-Men from Hell. Directed by Christopher Coppola, who is Nicolas Cage's brother. Oh, wow. I did not know that (laughs) until just now.
2: I thought that it was just a fluke that his last name was Coppola.
1: No, he is uh, related to the rest of the world famous Coppolas. Wow. But, yes, uh, G Man from Hell, based on the comic from Mike Allred. I guess it wasn't really a comic, but it was uh, a series of stories, uh, I guess at first in graphic music. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they were recurring supporting characters in the Madman comics, which I'm sure you all know about. Yeah. Uh, I definitely know that I do, because I am a big Madman fan. Uh, I do love me some Michael Red, but I haven't read a ton of the graphic music uh, catalog, if you will, oh. or uh, some of his other works, like The Golden Plates, <laughs> which I won't get into. We won't get into and, that, uh, yeah. yeah. I will say that his art in that is like far better than what he's doing in anything oh, else. Oh, yeah,
2: that's some of his best art I think I've ever seen is the graphic, yeah.
1: graphic plates. Golden. Graphic music. Golden okay. plates. Right? <laughs> yeah. <So>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> good call. Yes. So anyway, the movie stars William Forsyth. Wow. I know. <laughs> this is actually, like, the biggest star-studded extravaganza of, like, D-list celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's I, laughs> <good. laughs> It's got William Forsyth, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, Zach Galligan, who's better known as Billy from Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rodriguez, who is possibly the unfunniest Mexican stand up comic ever. Uh, what's Carlos Mencia? Uh, okay. Uh, the second unfunniest. Yeah. Mexicans, well, no, because Carlos a lied about his heritage. So. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, I think he's, like, Alaskan or something like that. He's not Incan, is he? No. Okay. You're a fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how can I have given up so early on this show? It's <laughs> the <I laughs> first episode. Uh, you killed me. Um, you killed it's me. It's over. <laughs> anyway... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who else was in that movie? Uh, oh, Kari Wurr from uh, Kari Remote War. Control. Wasn't it Wasn't she on the Remote Control? That, I don't know. The MTV... Uh, I do have
1: <laughs> the internets up here. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, look up.
2: And, which, that show is probably what killed MTV. For me, I remember that being the first like show that they ever really like, yeah. didn't have music on. And, yeah. like, and they said, hey, this, this is successful. Why are we uh, even showing videos at all?
1: Wow. Uh... There's a picture of Swamp Thing on Carrie Ware's uh, IMDb. I movie. think she she was in one of the Swamp Things, I believe. Let's see.
2: That would have been like in the, what, 80s? The 89, 90? Well, she's, she's been in a bad. bunch of shows. She has. Well, you
1: know? She's been in uh, a Hellraiser sequel. Uh, I've <laughs> heard
2: that movie Cinnabites. bites <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: What Let's else? See. Sliders. Oh. She's probably actually it's probably what she's most famous for. Pretty soon she'll be serving sliders over at the uh, Sonic <laughs> oh Burger. Oh
2: God, would you stop it, oh, White Castle? I mean, who? <laughs> Anaconda. Her down the t- Anaconda. Wow. Thinner. I saw. You know, I saw Anaconda at the theater. Because one of my friends was like, "No, dude, it's actually good. Seriously. I know. I wouldn't have thought so, but it's actually good." And I was like, "Really?" And he's like, "I'll go. I'll go see it a second time." And so it wasn't like a complete joke. He actually went with me a second mm-hmm. time. And when we walked all the movie, I was like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> and he was like, well, I know, man, it seemed good the first time, I swear. And I was like, Anaconda, are you serious? Somebody <laughs> liked that. Wow.
1: Let's <laughs> uh, see. Uh, she was in Swamp Thing in 91, 93. Oh, the TV show. Yeah, that was Abigail. She was in Beastmaster. Beastmaster 2. Oh, yeah. And The Adventures of Ford Fairlane.
2: That was a good movie. Seriously. <laughs> they had uh, uh, Robert Englund and uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Seriously. I loved that movie. Oh, God. A remote control. See, there <clears> it is. Oh, Play yeah. yourself. One, One episode. episode. Oh, my gosh. How did I remember that? <laughs> One episode. That must have been the last episode I've seen. Uh, yeah.
1: Once stated Henry Rollins. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is... <laughs> Henry Hank. Shame on you. She's hot, though. know well, yeah. yeah. Give her that. She's... Pretty easy on the eyes. Yeah. Oh, and that is, I think, one of the first things I need to talk about this movie. Uh-huh. There are some fucking amazing looking chicks in this movie. There's some beautiful, beautiful ladies. Uh, don't be so. Oh, hey. Non crude. Hey, it's
2: it's my vernacular. Sorry. <laughs> there are some Kari Blazing dames. <laughs> God.
1: You're off the show. Oh man. <laughs> no. Uh Vanessa Angel from uh I guess best known from Kingpin. Yeah. And uh Weird Science, the T V show.
2: Wow. <laughs> I've never seen the weird science, but yeah, yeah, she
1: is she is hot. And there was that one girl who I don't think she even had a name and she was only in it for one scene. Uh Cheetah Man's whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. She was cute. She was smoking. I think that's her. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was her. Joanne Joanne Richter. Uh not been in much. Man. Her she hotness in is in a, off
2: the Richter scale.
1: Seriously, she was in Mystery Men. Who was she in Mystery Men? Power Woman. Huh. Shouldn't DC
2: sue for that? Wow, yeah. Uh, Power Girl. Yeah. There were some other cool people in that movie, though. One, one that I thought had fallen off the face of the earth was, uh, what's his name? Fleischer.
1: Charles, Charles Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. The guy that did the Robert Roger Rabbit's voice. Yes, he was also the voice of Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's been in quite a few things, too. And, of course, Gary Busey. Gary Busey, <laughs> yes.
2: Which, if if you remember how his character just isn't in the last 20 minutes of the movie, I wonder if he just, like, had a binge and left the set. Because <laughs> he just disappears. Then they're, they're, they explain in a way, like, oh, he, he got in trouble. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I bet Gary Busey's... In Arizona, having it, <laughs> tripping out with uh, the guitars from the Butthole servers or something. Oh, yeah.
1: Have we mentioned Robert Goulet yet? No, no, we haven't. Robert Goulet as the devil. He plays the devil. Yes, this is G men from Hell, after all. Yeah. I that's thought true. I was getting the Alan Moore thing, but, you know, what did I know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I, was <laughs> like, I was like, this is the prequel, right? <laughs>
2: I, I mean, I didn't see his name on the box, but that didn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: it's
2: Alan Warren. Yeah, of course. He's like, give all the rights to... Give all the rights to Gary Busey. It's all I care about. I'm going to go shine my finger armor. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, uh... Tate Donovan, uh, best known from uh, the OC, I think.
2: Sorry, I've never I've never seen that. I've heard of fuck it.
1: Fuck you, OC, and fuck you, Channel 22 and Fox 45. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get sued for that? I don't think so. Fuck them. All right, fuck you guys if uh, if we can't get sued. The day I got fired, I fucking danced out of that place. It was the happiest day of my fucking life. <laughs> oh, see,
2: I thought you were going to go somewhere darker. No. Like the day I quit there, I smeared my semen on the walls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh,
2: okay. Well, that's good, because that's illegal. Is, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I've been doing that at my current job <laughs> for, what, like, months? Uh,
2: well, as long as you've got a, a good uh, union,
1: you should be okay. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, this movie, loosely based on a Mike Allred concept, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about two FBI agents who are crooked as shit. Uh, Dean Krept and Mike Matchers, played by William Forsyth and Tate Donovan, respectively. Uh, they get killed and go to hell. Yeah. And they think that uh, they're there for the wrong reasons. So they try to get back. <laughs> and, uh, because they, they want to get to heaven where they belong. Yeah. So they return to Earth, and their goal is to do good deeds to try to get back into heaven. And, yeah, yeah they, they wind up uh, taking on uh, their first case as Private Eyes, which involves uh, robots, puppets, clones... <laughs> people uh, people with Chuck Taylors and cheetah costumes. Yeah. Uh cheetah man. Yep. Smoking hot ladies, smoking hot ladies and uh sadistic leather masters. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, it's all true. <laughs> and, and and Bobcat Gold and Bobcat Gold. <laughs> oh, another another actor that I love that's in this movie is David Huddleston. Uh he he, was, he played Dr. Beaufort, but he he was Pappio Daniel in the uh uh oh, brother who aren't Thou, the Coen brothers movie. I love that guy. He's such a good actor. He was also Lebowski and Big Lebowski. Like the was Le- it? Yeah, he was the Lebowski. Really, not the dude, but the, the Big Lebowski, Mr. Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. that guy's such a good actor. And for being such a what looks kind of low budget, they got they got some some guys to really shine. Like. William Forsyth was amazing in that movie. He, I think, he was the best actor in the movie.
1: Uh, he was not in "Oh Brother Where Art Thou." Oh, yes, he was. Uh, not a gun into this. Oh, I'll, he played a uh,
2: Papio Daniel. He, oh. he was in the Big Lebowski. I'll, 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 I'll take on the internet on this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> IMDb, you're wrong. "Oh Brother Where Art Thou" was after the Big Lebowski, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. That's what I thought. Right? Yeah, it was uh, a. I forget what, oh, oh whatever. 99 nine or 2000. Yeah, look up the Lebowski. I heard, look up the, uh, yeah brother. There Hey, go. I'm going to burp. Okay. Of course, now that I said it, I'm not. So. <laughs> Ooh, he was in The Murder, She Wrote. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Which about. is on uh, Friday at uh, 11 p.m., so uh, we should make plans oh, to watch Jesus. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Ooh, there we go. That was off the charts. <laughs> My keyboard over here is a bad idea. Yeah, I okay. can't see what I'm typing. We're this is amazing fucking radio. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't see what they're typing either. That's what
2: their audience is thinking. <laughs> 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 Look at these old photos. These are amazing. Uh, Charles
1: Durning is Papio Daniel. What? Yes.
2: Let me see his picture.
1: Looks like the guy. It's I'll the, give you that. Oh my
2: gosh, it's the same guy. <laughs> There's no way it's not the same guy. Wow. Okay, internet, you've proven me wrong. Ah, way to go, internet. Who is? What's this guy's name again? Charles Durney. I bet he had his name legally changed, like uh, Charles, like just like Chad Johnson's now Ocho Cinco.
0: <laughs> 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 Did you guys know about that? Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> oh God. That guy, I will say, I think that guy is super cool, though, because my brother works at this, this store that does sign-ins for uh, sports athletes. They sell jerseys and things. And they had Chad Johnson do an in-store sign-in. And one of the one of the employees was there during the sign-in. And he goes, man, I, c- I can't wait to, to get off work. He just mentioned in front of Chad Johnson he overheard. He's like, yeah, the new uh, Madden football game came out today. I can't wait to go buy it. And, and Chad Johnson goes, really? That came out today? He dropped his pen. And uh, he's like, come on, let's go up there. And he took all six employees and took them up in the mall to the video game store. He bought every single one of them a copy of Madden and himself one too, Madden football game. Then he took them next door to finish line, bought them all a pair of brand new shoes. And he went back to the store and kept signing those cards.
1: that's pretty awesome yeah okay
2: and and I think the reason he changed his name is is the same kind of same kind of reason that he bought everybody's shoes in video games. He's like my my brother described him, I've never met him, but my i mean I've met my brother not not just, ago. <laughs> but uh he described them as like if you gave if you gave a third grader millions of dollars and said. Do whatever you want with this money. Yeah. He said that's basically the mentality of Chad Johnson. Not that he's an idiot, but that he just doesn't know what to do with his money. He's like, I've got all this money. Yeah. I'm going to have my name legally changed to 85 <clears throat> in Spanish. It's yeah, not even 85. It's not yeah. even
1: 85. It's eight. You know, that's awesome. But, yeah, it's the same mentality that can eventually lead down to other more destructive paths, I think. So. Well, that's
2: like, why, yeah, I mean, it boils down to why are they paid so much money? Obviously, they don't need it. They're like, what right. the hell am I going to do with all this money? Yeah,
1: well, It's the same with movie stars. I mean, you know, Tom Cruise makes $20 million a movie. If I made $20 million for one movie, I would never be in another fucking oh, movie yeah. again.
2: I mean, yeah, how much do you think <laughs> Gary VC made to be in
1: G-Men from Hell Millions? More probably. than <laughs> he should have. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I want to, you know, discourage the man a living. Right. But. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not his best performance. Not his best performance. Like when when they pull up to the funeral. Do you remember that scene when they pull up to the funeral and Gary Busey's uh, driving? He looks like they just woke him up on the middle, like the middle of the afternoon and like pried barbiturates out of his hands to <laughs> to like tell him to get on the set. And... It was amazing. I <laughs> He was crazy in them. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I mean, not that he, you expect anything else. It
1: doesn't take much of a stretch for Gary Busey to be crazy.
2: Yeah. The sanest I've ever seen him is in Point Break, where he played a, a cop that <laughs> couldn't surf, so he hires Patrick Swayze to. No, he hires counter uh, uh, Reeves. Keanu Reeves.
1: Wow. You've seen so... that movie like 40 <laughs> fucking times. I've seen it maybe 30. <laughs> I've seen the movie
2: once. Uh, well, yeah, I'm. I was more impressed with Busey though than Swayze and
1: Neo, whatever that kid's name. <laughs> ah, Charles Dernan, Okay, that's he's uh, he's uh, uh, Dennis Leary's dad in Rescue Me. Huh. Will you, Charles
2: Dernan, look just like your doppelganger, David Huddleston, and you both work with the Coen Brothers? It's so a uh, way to fucking confuse me.
1: Yes. Uh, by the way, when we finish our uh, run of Dexter, I'm going to force you to watch Rescue Me. Oh no! Not another show. Yes, another show. You're going to be addicted to TV by the time I'm done with you. I know. I've I've watched, I've watched
2: more TV. I'd swear in the last six months than I have watched in the last six years. <laughs> and it's only when you come over here. <laughs> Yeah, well, Dexter, I swear, Dexter is the best show I've seen since since Wonderfalls, which Wonderfalls is one of my favorite shows.
1: I think that guy does a new show called Pushing Daisies. See, that's the uh, one you
2: shouldn't be forcing me to see. I've never seen Pushing
1: Daisies. Uh, I think it comes out on DVD soonish, so when I get a hold of it, I will definitely subject it to you. Sweet. Uh or subject you to it. Subject us to each other? Yes. <laughs> Pushing daisies, meet Jason.
2: Jason, pushing daisies. someday I'll be pushing daisies.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, we all will, uh, and hopefully with uh, Kari Were what? What? Well, at least it's not Robert Goulet. Robert Goulet is he dead? Now? He plays good as he plays a good devil. He is, but I, is he dead now? Oh no! Did he die recently? I don't think so.
2: You're thinking of Bernie Mac. I always got those two mixed up too. <laughs>
1: I think Robert Goulet is actually dead. Robert Goulet is dead. Oh, my gosh. October 30th, 2007. Jeez. How'd he die? Um, I don't know, but for some reason uh, they're telling me that uh, Martin of Rowan and Martin is dead. (laughs) So if they make a sequel to G-Men from Hell, he can't play the devil. He cannot play the devil. Wow, look at this. His last roles, G-Men from Hell, Recess. (laughs) Wow, and Recess Christmas. It, are those television shows uh,
2: yeah it's recess. A it's, a, it's a cartoon most of the last three things <coughs> the last four things he did were a bunch of Disney things and G-Men from Hell with Gary Busey
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, good mix Rob yeah. can't call you Rob Robbie 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 wasn't he in a was he in a Tim Burton movie or am I thinking of uh Tom Jones or something um, oh yeah uh
1: Tom Beetlejuice Jones. yep yeah. okay, that was Robert Goulet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Robert Goulet plays the devil in G-Men for Mel, uh, quite well, very well. Uh, he's only in it total of ten minutes total, maybe. Yeah, but it's spread out throughout the film. <clears throat> yeah, so you get you get a little Goulet here and there.
2: You know, the only. <clears throat> the only cuz i like how subtle like it starts out with he's like in a psychiatrist chair in the in hell <laughs> which i thought was funny like he's like oh the pressure of this job everybody hates me they think i'm a bad guy and I, that was good and the only like better portrayal of the devil i can think of in a movie that you know wasn't like you know Al Pacino or, or somebody I don't know. Did Al Pacino ever play the devil?
1: Yes, he did. <clears throat> angel Fire, uh, Angel Eyes, no, uh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Robert De Niro played the devil in. Uh, That's one. Angel thing.
2: Hearts. That's one thing <clears throat> Angel. But the only like better like kind of funny devil I've portrayal I've seen. There's a movie called Highway 61 that has uh, Jodie Foster is actually in it for a quick minute. <laughs> but i can't remember the actor's name that plays the devil but you guys should check out highway 61 that's probably at you know netflix or your your you know your grandpa's house because it's really old <laughs> but but it was it was really funny what was the name of the devil though that's what we were trying to
1: camera. the devil
2: <clears> oh <throat> uh, satan earl
1: pastco earl pastco mr skin yeah mr skin he plays a really good devil. He was in the Dresden Files. In the James Fisher uh, get uh, number three from. No, we
2: can't. If anybody has Dresden Files number three, trade it into Mavericks. We'll give you full cover price <laughs> store credit.
1: He's the Land of the Dead, which I love that movie, yeah. and I'm proud to say it, even though I'm pretty much sure I'm the only one that does. I'm with you. I really,
2: like, I like the Land of the Dead. Yeah, I thought it was an action movie instead of a horror movie. Huh? But, right. but I liked it. It, it, I went to the theater expecting something completely
1: different, but I enjoyed it. Let's see. This guy. This guy was the devil. Earl Pastco. Earl Pastco. He was in Stargate. He was in La Femmikita. Battlefield <laughs> Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, he needed a paycheck.
1: Highlander. Uh, well, all uh, goosebumps Poltergeist The Legacy uh, Alright so G-Man from Hell G-Man from So did you like it? I liked it uh-huh. Yeah,
2: It was much better Than I thought Because you know I mean I know Mike already didn't direct it But it, for some reason I was thinking it would Have the same feel as Astroesque, The other movie that Has his name attached to it <laughs> Yeah Which I, I didn't like that at all
1: It's a terrible movie but you know, you gotta give him credit for never having directed a movie before. Yeah. And Oh, at least he did it right. At least he did it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Mike and Mike
2: Already does make a little cameo. Yeah, towards the, uh, the in
1: he's in the end of the film, uh, as a, a homeless guy to uh further his uh acting career appearing <laughs> yeah. in this and uh Chasing Amy and uh Astro I said, S. I, I
2: forgot about Chasing Amy, he was in the
1: he played Ben Affleck. <laughs> g man from Hell is is a stupid movie, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But it's entertaining. I think it's it's fun.
2: It doesn't take itself seriously.
1: Not at all. And yeah, it's so low budget. Yeah. But I mean, for as low budget as it is, it really pulled it off well. There's a lot of good set pieces. Uh, yeah, not some bad effects for for you know just good old you know blue screen technology. Some you know? of the
2: effects kind of make you laugh. You're like, oh,
1: that's cheesy. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I thought the uh, I thought it was really well lit too. Yeah, a lot of times in a low budget thing, it takes right out of it when it just looks like just a, a normally lit room. Yeah. But this had really good
1: dramatic lighting and quirky camera angles, maybe a little too much on the camera angles. I think me. it was trying to capture that comic book feel. You yeah. Know, I mean, there's definitely a lot of shots where, oh, you could easily see Mike Allred drawing that in a comic here. Right. And so, I mean, even though Allred had probably a lot less to do with the movie than we think he did, but, you know, I mean, it still it felt like one of his comics. He was probably bumming around the set a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, just you know, he's hoping that one day he could uh, meet Nicolas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you know uh, any other Coppolas? <laughs> like Nick Coppola? I don't know. There's not a lot to talk about with this film. Yeah,
2: it's, it, I mean, it doesn't take you any any into an, to any place you've never been or anything, but yeah. but, but it's it, enjoyable. Watch. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's it's a it's a good time killer. Exactly. Uh, and uh, just to
2: see all those quirky actors in one place i told eric when we started the film like as we were watching the credits I, like every time a new name would pop up i was like no way not like you know <laughs> how you know how can you get bobcat Goldthwaite and robert Goulet and robert and uh william forsyth all in the same movie <laughs> i said if if robert zadar shows up then my brain's gonna explode <laughs> but yeah it was it was fun Fun is the right word for that movie.
1: Would, uh, you, I know every week you guys, you and your roommates and uh, all your friends, that uh, I never go to. I'm never invited. Oh, you're but, invited. <laughs> been to a couple. I've been to two, I think. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, one okay. of them was worth going to. <laughs> uh, but you do Bad Movie Night. Yeah, uh, we have Would this be a bad movie for Bad Movie Night? See,
2: it has the right kind of feel like the campiness but it's not it's not bad enough yeah. you know like it's actually it's actually good yeah it's yeah. it's good it's a fun movie
1: that's i think the highest praise <laughs> we can give it yeah. Yeah. yeah it's 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 definitely above average it's it's definitely fun uh, and
2: william forsyth gives his best performance since raisin arizona
1: <laughs> I, I highly doubt that
2: He's he pretty good. He was pretty He's good. good.
1: But, uh, well, again, as I've mentioned many times before, it's Help. been years since I've seen Raisin' Arizona. Well, at least since Dick Tracy. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, no. Um, the fuck is that movie he did with Andy Garcia and Christopher Lloyd? Uh, oh. Back to the Future? No.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
1: don't know. I don't I don't. Street Williams, Christopher Walken... Oh, uh, things to do in Denver when you're Yeah, good. okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was probably my favorite thing I've seen him in. Okay.
2: Yeah he's, yeah, he's
1: good sometimes. But it's been here since I've seen that as well. And I can't get it on Netflix, so fuck you, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I love you, Netflix. <laughs> It's a
2: love-hate relationship. It
1: really is. So I guess, speaking of Netflix, I guess, uh, now should come the time when we uh, talk about what we're going to talk about next time. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I guess... No? Yeah? Uh, do you, you want to go first? I'll go first, sure. All right. What, what, uh,
2: I'm picking the film, right? Yeah, yeah, you're picking the movie. Okay, well, um, I, th- I think we should get out of this stuffy room here and take a field trip and go see... The new Coen Brothers movie, Burn After Reading. Yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah, that just opened. Mm-hmm. Exciting, exciting. New. I I
2: don't know much about it really. Uh, Brad Pitt's in it. I, I stayed away from watching any trailers. Like once I find out that I want to see a movie, that's all I want to know. So like if I find out that you know a good director or somebody that I really like is making a new movie, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to see anymore until opening day when I'm sitting in the in the
1: theater. I uh, wish I could do that. I wish I could do that so much. Uh, every time, oh, I think it's just uh, just part of the the side effect of uh, being on the internet is uh, I know all the fucking things about every fucking movie that I want to see coming out. Yes, and yeah. it ruins it.
2: The Internet's bad for some things.
1: I I will come out right now and say that I disliked The Dark Knight immensely. <gasps> I know. It didn't cure my ball cancer. You don't have ball cancer, so obviously it did work. (laughs) It gave me ball cancer. Oh, that's even worse. No. Uh, Everyone kept saying how awesome The Dark Knight was, and then when I saw it, it was just an overlong piece of trash. See that? And I think... (laughs) I think primarily the fact that I was so exposed to that movie for so long, and it was so hyped up well before anyone had even fucking seen it.
2: Right, right. that right.
1: I was just sick and goddamn tired of it, and I just wanted to hate that movie so much that I hated that movie.
2: See, yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, say I say, won't, I won't say it's in my top ten favorite superhero movies, because I don't even know if it is, but I will say it's my favorite supervillain movie. I thought he lived up to the hype. I thought Heath Ledger was amazing as the joke. Other than that, the movie was decent.
1: I, um, I thought he was doing a very good Al Franken impression. <laughs> uh, you know, because you love yourself and you're special. <laughs> but uh, I thought Aaron Eckhart was incredible in it. Aaron Eckhart was great. And I don't think there's anything that Gary Oldman can ever be bad in. Right. And I think Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne is amazing. Yeah, but not as Batman. Not as Batman. No. Uh, it's the voice. Yeah. It's the fucking voice memory. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nathan Explosion all over the goddamn place.
2: <laughs> yeah, Gary Oldman and Alan Eckhart were outshined to me because they I think they were both great like Gary Oldman's so subdued in that movie, I can't wait it just I kept waiting for him to go nuts and <laughs> Freak out and <laughs> kill somebody, but but I, you know Jim Gordon doesn't do that. But uh, Alan Eckhart was awesome. He was the Scotty Pippen in that movie to make another sports reference to the night, <laughs> which to me is weird because I don't even like sports. This is my second one tonight. But he, he was he
1: plays the hockey, right? He plays hockey. no,
2: no. To me, he was the Scotty Pippen to uh, Michael Heath, Heath Ledger's Michael Jordan. Sure. But I liked it. Thought it was good. It was overhyped, but it, I thought it was. A good movie, and
1: I kind of want to give it a second chance after like everything kind of dies down a little bit. I know mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends and I, she wants to see it really bad, uh, but we just haven't had the chance to to go see it. And, right. uh, but you know, maybe when it comes out on DVD or even hits the cheap theaters, you know, we'll, I'll give it another chance, and then uh, hopefully all the the uh, the uh, you know this movie will you know give me. 19 orgasms in a row. i like, will just like, we'll sort of wash away. Like it did everybody on, on it, the planet. Yeah. And at least hopefully this time there won't be, you know, some, you know, 30 year old man child behind me, you know, pointing out, you know, he's going to shoot that guy right as, you know, somebody shoots somebody. Yeah. He, he's the announcer for the movie. Oh, God. The
2: psychic announcer. Uh, so we're going on a field trip, which yep. means I'm going to have to put up with people. That's right. Fuck. Socializing. Uh, hey, they serve beer at the Neon. That's
1: where we're gonna go. Is the Neon Theater on the street? It, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Sweet. Great. Awesome. I look forward. To it. I like supporting the Neon. Yeah. I uh, just yeah just hardly ever any chance to do so. Hardly ever any movies come there that I want to. But yeah. but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. So we'll. I guess we're not gonna be able to do that right before we do the show then, huh? Yeah, we'll have to
2: we'll have to see it a few days ahead of time. All right. Hopefully, there's no other. Storms coming.
1: Yeah, hopefully I'll have money. We go. We go. Talk. Oh, okay. Hold <laughs> what's, what's on. Uh, uh, oh man. <laughs> Fuck. See. No. Oh man. All right. <laughs> That'll we'll, be what did it. <laughs> okay. So I guess I should choose uh, my pick for the comic. I'm excited because,
2: as you good listeners know, if you've been paying attention, I don't know what comic he's about to pick, and I'm on the edge of my seat here. Are you? Yeah. Are you really? I am excited. Yeah. Wow. What am I gonna have to read? Are you nervous? It's not some, uh, I don't have to read, like, Countdown or something, do I?
1: <laughs> No. You have to read 52 and the Countdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. No, my choice for the comic is The Umbrella Academy Ooh. by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. Wow. Uh, we've, we've kind of talked about it once or twice, uh... In our personal lives, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, well, I think we both can say that we hate my Chemical Romance. Don't like them at all. And uh, despite that, I have read Umbrella Academy in the past, and it's really good. Really. And so I'm gonna make you read it.
2: Oh yeah, I've, that's not one I planned on reading, but I
1: will. I will cut the mustard, <laughs> as they say. Is that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> I think if anything, you're gonna enjoy it for the art. Yeah, yeah, the art's okay. amazing in that book.
2: I flipped through the trade. We have a copy at my work, and I flipped through it the other day. And well, I, I didn't know we were gonna be reading. I just occasionally flip through.
1: Well, then when, you, uh, when you go in there tomorrow for ye old comic day, you set that aside for you. Oh, I will. Or uh, maybe I'll sit and then I'll just read your copy.
2: Maybe I'll trade in my astounding Wolfman for it, because
1: <laughs> well, I can do that. Oh, you fucker. Can I trade um what do I have here that's old and ratty? I'll
2: just have to make sure there's no like peanut butter stains on
1: Astounding Wolfman. Movement. I've I've got uh, like an original printing of uh, the demon bear saga from the New Mutants. Can I trade that in? Oh wow. <laughs> if you need a new bag and board for for something. <laughs> Oh, well I've got a copy of the Phoenix saga that I lent my brother and when he gave it back in like oil and grease stains uh, all over it. I was gonna say I bet we could actually give you something for that, but <laughs>
2: not if it's got you know, hair dye on
1: it or whatever. It's oil and grease is <laughs> a mechanical person, whereas I'm not with these fine dainty hands. That's right. <laughs> you're uh, you're an intricate arts artisan. Art art what? Artisan. Art okay. Wow. I almost thought you made up a word there. Oh well, uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think
2: that was that was a mediocre at best first episode. Uh, oh god, yeah, I think so, uh, we're, at best we video, apologize.
1: We, we really do. i it, it gets better. Oh god, we hope so. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hope so. Give us one more chance. Give <laughs> us one more chance. We're we're only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, the, the more we do this, I think we should. I think we should go to a weekly schedule.
2: Oh really? <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I can. Handle that. (laughs) Reading a trade paperback every week. Uh,
1: Don't you do that anymore? Yeah,
2: probably. I just have to choose one I've already read or something. No,
1: I guess uh, every two weeks would be better for us. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. eventually I'll probably want to pick a comic that I haven't read yet. Right, right. Uh, well, we both hadn't read Astounding uh, Wolfman, so... Yeah. Uh, we
2: were we were Wolfman virgins.
1: We popped our Wolfman chair. That's right. Yeah. All right, so want to thank anyone who actually put up with this crap for the two hours that we've been recording it, and hopefully... Oh, I hope to fucking God I edited this down to, to a, a lean... It's about an hour. Hour, hour and a half. <laughs> and and
2: we, sh- we should definitely mention, you guys, we encourage you to go see Burn After Reading and go read Umbrella Academy. Yes, and, and tell emails. us what you
1: think. Yeah, yeah. Emails, we, yeah. We want to have a discussion on this show. We'll
2: read any emails that you send on the subject.
1: Seriously. And, yeah. You know what? Any subject. We'll, yeah. we'll read anything. Anything. Because, uh, obviously, on our own, you can see that we're, we're terrible. <laughs> so, help us. Help us, please. Oh. You can... We'll be fine. Put us out of our fucking misery. Nobody's listening, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you again to Juliet for all your help. And uh, she's going to give you some info on where you can reach us, where you can find us on the internets. And uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks when we talk about Umbrella Academy and Burn After Reading.
2: Yeah, uh, evil must perish.
1: (laughs) Uh, Good night, everyone.
0: Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net itunes podcast alley and Feedburner. you can also find us at myspace.com slash gutter underscore net seanborn.net blog.seanborn.net, and buyer contact us at show at gutter eric at gutter or jason at gutter thank you for listening to gutter trash we'll see you next time